0: Faith, Hope and Love, episode 158, the fifth Sunday of Easter, Year C. Easter is such a wonderful season, and on this fifth week of Easter, we particularly focus on God who is love, and our Lord Jesus shows us what this divine love looks like in action. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Song to the Lord, for he has worked wonders. In the sight of the nations, he has shown his deliverance. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. The Lord be with you. Thanks for joining us for this time of prayer, scripture, worship, and reflection. This is Easter, week five. And let's pause as we reflect on God's love and mercy for us. Lord Jesus, you raise us to new life. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you forgive us our sins. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you feed us with your body and blood. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen.
1: Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good. thanks for your are on.
0: Us pray. Almighty ever living God, constantly accomplish the paschal mystery within us, that those you were pleased to make new in holy baptism may under your protective care bear much fruit, and come to the joys of life eternal. Through our Lord Jesus Christ your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 14, verses 21 to 27. Paul and Barnabas returned to Lystra, and then on to Iconium and Antioch. There they strengthened the souls of the disciples, and encouraged them to continue in the faith, saying, It is through many persecutions that we must enter the kingdom of God. And after they had appointed elders for them in each church, with prayer and fasting they entrusted them to the Lord, in whom they had come to believe. Then they passed through Pisidia and came to Pamphylia. When they had spoken the word in Perga, they went down to Atalia. From there they sailed back to Antioch, where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work that they had completed. When they arrived, they called the church together and related all that God had done with them, and how he had opened a door of faith for the Gentiles. The Word of the Lord I will bless your name forever, my King and my God. You are kind and full of compassion, slow to anger, abounding in love. How good you are, Lord, to all, compassionate to all your creatures. All your creatures shall thank you, O Lord, and your friends shall repeat their blessing. They shall speak of the glory of your reign and declare your might, O God. They shall make known to all your mighty deeds, and the glorious splendour of your reign. Yours is an everlasting kingdom, your rule lasts from age to age. I will bless your name forever, my King and my God. A reading from the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verses 1 to 5. They will be his people's, and God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more. For the first things have passed away. And the one who was seated on the throne said, See, I am making all things new. The Word of the Lord. Hallelujah! I give you a new commandment: love one another, just as I have loved you. Hallelujah! The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to john. chapter thirteen verses one, thirty one to thirty three, and thirty four to thirty five Before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that His hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved His own who were in the world, He loved them to the end. During the supper, when Judas had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord Surely each and every one of us, really deep down, wants to love the way Christ loves. That's really our central vocation. The great saints... Proclaimed this throughout history unashamedly, that they want to be like Christ. I think of St. Therese of Leger, who famously proclaimed, My vocation is to be love in the heart of the church. What a beautiful way of putting it. We all want to love with the love that Christ has. When we speak of God's love, which we desire to have deep and fully in our hearts, we're speaking as limited human beings about God's love, which is infinite and unfathomable. So in this life, we'll probably not likely attain the fullness of God's love abiding in us until we reach the fullness of the heavenly kingdom. But here and now, We already live the beginnings of God's love that is formed and is growing within us. Love is a universal concept which is held by sacred and secular cultures throughout the world and throughout history. Christian love in particular is an extraordinary concept which challenges us to deepen our understanding and practice according to Christ's way of looking. In the first reading there is a delightful line about the apostles. It says they put fresh heart into the disciples. That is, they continued to encourage the people to persevere in times of trial and difficulty. It's a reminder that the purpose of Christ's church and each of its members is to encourage and support and strengthen each other, to put fresh heart into the disciples, to be instruments of God's grace, God's strength and encouragement, as well as God's power and mercy. God, as the second reading reminds us, is making all things new. God is constantly at work in his disciples, making us a new creation in God's image. We are being slowly but surely reshaped and refashioned in the image of Christ and his gospel message. This is a subtle and daily process that will continue throughout our whole life. But when we look back, We see the graces, blessings and the recreating that God has wrought in our lives and in the lives of our family and friends and parish community. One of the ways that God renews us is by giving us new starts and new beginnings. This is a really important aspect of our discipleship. Let's make no bones about this. Following Christ and his gospel is very challenging and extremely difficult. Jesus is offering the world a new commandment of love and challenges us to go much deeper than some concepts of love held by the world. In many ways, Christ is extending the natural selflessness and unconditionality that one finds in the love of a family, parents for their children, the unbreakable bonds of bloodlines. And Christ makes this image of God's love for his people a loving parent for his beloved children. So his challenge to us is that we extend the love we have for family bonds to all our brothers and sisters in Christ because we're one family within a human family. We're united by a different kind of blood, the blood of Christ. The readings are very encouraging this weekend for we're reminded that God lives with his people. God is known as God with them. And our God lives in the midst of his people, walking along with us, constantly at work taking the pain and tears from our midst. God is at work fashioning healing and peace in the hearts of his beloved people. And then in the gospel, an intriguing piece of text, it starts by saying, after Judas had gone. That's a rather interesting beginning sentence. Jesus makes this next speech as soon as Judas, his betrayer, has left the table to go and betray him. Literally, Judas has left the building, not just physically but also spiritually. Judas has withdrawn his support from Christ and his gospel message. Judas has left the table of the Lord and as he leaves, Judas takes with him his selfishness, his greed, his desire for money, his misguided desire for power, his focus on himself and his own needs. Now those who remain at the table are there voluntarily, and with their hearts and minds set on trying to follow more and more Christ's way of thinking, Christ's kingdom. Now the ones who remain with Jesus, although they still suffer from weakness and doubt and will sometimes stumble, But nevertheless, those who surround him now are a group who are totally dedicated to service, love and sacrifice, according to Christ's vision. So now is the time. Jesus now begins his final instruction to them before he suffers and dies. If you think about it, when a person knows that their time is short and that their hour is upon them and that they might shortly die, What they talk about next is often the most important things to them. So what Christ said and did just before he died shows us very profoundly the things that God thinks are really, really important and central. And it also shows us what's not central. So we could also look at what Jesus did not say at this intense moment as he prepared to suffer and die because what he did not say is as important as what he did say. For example, to highlight this, Jesus knew that his time had come to suffer and die. So he says, listen my dear children, I'm not going to be with you longer so I must tell you these important things. Remember this above all. And what does he say? Well first of all he does not say this, above all Even if you're not practicing the message of the gospel, at least appear to be. He definitely didn't say that. Neither did he say, listen, my time is short, so remember this, if you remember nothing else. Appearing righteous and keeping the letter of the law is more important than keeping the spirit of it. So disassociate yourself with anyone who falls short. Again, he definitely did not say that. Nor did he mean that. So then, what did he say? Well, thanks be to God, he says things like, How you love is what matters above all. Love is at the heart of all of the law and the prophets. Christ continues to teach us this lesson even to this day. And he teaches us what he means by the word love. And it's a wonderful message. St. Paul picks up on this powerfully, and St. Therese and other saints have written deeply about this truth of God's love too. For example, St. Paul says, If I do even a good thing for a bad motive, if I do something good but without love, it will do me no good whatsoever. It will not please God. So love and compassion in our hearts that flows out into action is central. Doing good and keeping God's law is naturally important but if we don't do these things with the love of God in our heart flowing out into actions motivated by God's love we've utterly missed the point. The point of the gospel, the point of Christ the point of God's very nature of love. So just before he suffers and dies he deeply desires to make it clear to his disciples what matters most. People will know you are my disciples, first and foremost, above any other quality, by the way you love one another. Isn't that beautiful? The quality of one's love, compassion, mercy and practical care that makes a difference will be the true touchstone of the disciple, follower and friend of Jesus Christ. If people don't witness this love in action, motivating everything we do and say, then this lack of love and compassion, this lack of mercy, gentleness and justice, will beyond doubt be the single most damaging sign to others that our witness is faulty. People look for this love and compassion in a Christian. When they see it, they're inspired and moved and when they don't see that love at the heart of a Christian's actions, they're scandalised, they're discouraged, they can lose hope and trust, and it can even damage their faith. Love. True Christian love. A love that puts others first. A love that seeks what is truly best for the other, even if it's at the cost and sacrifice of our own personal ambitions and desires. This is a love that serves, a love that can suffer because it's serving and giving, a love that sacrifices, a love that puts oneself last and others first, or at least a love that puts others' needs as equal to our own and not less than. This is the image Jesus wanted desperately to leave with his disciples at the Last Supper before he suffered and died for everyone. In short, before he showed them the perfect love that holds nothing back, which strips itself of everything, even that which one might be entitled to. Christ even lays down his precious, unique life for his friends, and even for those who call themselves his enemies. They will know you are Christian by your love. They will know the quality of your Christianity by the depth, quality and practicality of your love. How truly beautiful. They will know we are Christians by our love. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. Let us pray for the world, the church, and for all in need. That the church may always persevere in faith. Lord, hear us. For all those affected by natural disasters, war, or other tragedies, that God's healing touch will be experienced through the goodwill of people around them. Lord, hear us. That those engaged in public office may work for the common good. Lord, hear us. That those mourning the death of a loved one may receive the Spirit of Consolation who promises us eternal life. Lord hear us, that all gathered here may form a community of love in which every member's voice is valued and given consideration. Lord hear us, for the sick, and those who care for them. Lord, hear us. For those who have died, that they may be glorified in Christ, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Compassionate God, We ask you to hear the prayers of your people, which we make in the name of Jesus the Lord. Amen. O God, who by the wonderful exchange effected in this sacrifice have made us partakers of the one supreme Godhead, grant, we pray, that as we have come to know your truth, we may make it ours by a worthy way of life. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time, above all, to lord you yet more gloriously, when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. He never ceases to offer himself for us, but defends us and ever pleads our cause before you. He is the sacrificial victim who dies no more, the Lamb once slain who lives forever. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers, with the angelic hosts, sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us I am the true vine, and you are the branches, says the Lord. Whoever remains in me, and I in him, bears fruit in plenty. Alleluia. Let us pray. Graciously be present to your people, we pray, O Lord, and lead those you have imbued with heavenly mysteries to pass from former ways to newness of life. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Reverend Paul W. Kelly. Texts used in this program are for the purpose of worship and prayer for listeners wherever you are. Prayers and chants are taken from the English translation of the Roman Missal, edition 3, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English in the Liturgy, ICEL. Scriptures are from the New Revised Standard Version copyright 1989 by the National Council of Churches of Christ USA. Adaptations to conform with Catholic liturgical norms copyright 2009 by the same. Selected Psalms are taken from The Psalms a new translation copyright 1963 The Grail England published by Collins. Faith, Hope and Love Theme Hymn, words based on 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13, and set to original music, copyright 1996 by Paul W. Kelly. For more details, please visit homilycatholic.blogspot.com.au Contact us at paulwkelly68 at gmail.com Production by Kelly Enterprises Resources May God bless and keep you.